<laughs> Guys, welcome back to another episode of the PH Journals podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Boy, what a change. What a change. So we get back from America. I get this bee in my bonnet and I'm like, you know, we're coming back from an extremely successful show season and um, we need to come back and we need to change things up. The podcast is doing exceptionally well. Thanks to everyone that has supported me. Without you guys, this couldn't have been possible. So <clears throat> we headed along, upgraded the sound equipment, <laughs> upgraded the cameras, did whatever we needed to do to get to this point. And of course, the finishing touches is upgrading our brand new studio. And um, yeah, man, I'm so excited to be here. It's, it's absolutely stunning. It really turned out nicely. And just in time, because I kick off um, my very first episode with being back. Uh, with Sarah tomorrow. Um, I'll tell you guys a little bit more about that once we once we air that episode. I'm really looking forward to that one. Such a unique perspective on what our industry has to offer. So I am. It's 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 one of those that I'm really really looking forward to. Um, but yeah, guys, let's let's get into it. You know, um, before I kick off, I do want to mention. Uh, I want to welcome, to say the least. Uh, firstly, I want to give a big welcome to Grizzly Sticks. Um, the guys contacted me as I arrived in North America. Um, the idea was once I arrived there that we were going to be able to do a little bit of hunting up there. Unfortunately, that didn't pan out due to weather and just the busy season that we had planned um, for heading over there. Of course, marketing was our, our, our main goal and main focus. And, um, and the guys from Grizzly Sticks hit me up and they're like, they want to help me out, which which ultimately has led into, um, I've been planning a Cape Buffalo hunt now for some time, for a very, very long time, probably about five years in the planning. And um, yeah, a lot of money has gone into it, a lot of savings has, has been made. And this is just, you know, the cherry on top. Because uh, Grizzly Stick, without a doubt, are one of the leading uh, brands in the industry when it comes to big game hunting especially with bow um so i'm really looking forward to this one i can't wait to test it out uh, i'll be heading up to magnum archery we'll be dialing in a new bow which i'm pretty excited about I'll, I'll tell you guys a little bit more about that as we go along um and i'm hoping to sit down with seppi and actually sit down and do a full episode while we are up there um <clears throat> yeah so big welcome to grizzly stick thank you so much for getting involved um, I'm really looking forward to testing out the product. Uh, we'll be heading out and doing, um, we, we're hunting a red lecture for the next couple of weeks. So I'm really, really looking forward to, to that. Those of you that followed my story last year, uh, unfortunately the elusive big bull, um, yeah, he got away. It was the one that got away, you know. Um, but we'll be trying our luck again this year and uh, hopefully we have a little bit Lady Lux on our side this this time, but that's hunting, right? So, yeah. Once again, big shout out to Grizzly Stick. Um, I'm really looking forward to this one. And then, um, yeah, guys, just thank you to everyone that you know. I need to just thank each and every single one of you um, for tuning into the podcast. You guys have made it the success it has been today. Um, we've we made it into the top thirty just a couple of weeks ago. And with the amount of attention that the podcast has got, we're hoping to break that top 20 barrier. 
um, in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of episodes. So I'm looking forward to that one. And once again, just a big shout out to all you guys that have watched and um, contributed to this magnificent um, journey of mine. So uh, with that being said, if you haven't yet, I would really appreciate it if you hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, if you like, just drop a thumbs up on any one of the platforms that you guys are listening to. If you subscribe to the show, it really goes a very, very, very long way. And it helps me to keep doing what I'm so passionate about doing and ultimately look after the conservation of our beautiful and majestic wildlife. And that's the end goal, right? So that's, that's what we're striving to do. And then last but not least, a big shout out to also a newcomer, um, and will be joining me for this season and i'm really looking forward for this brand to come through Karoo hunting gear and i'm you know <clears throat> these guys are undoubtedly one of the the most exciting brands to hit the industry uh, from gun bags to pretty much everything they go so much into so much detail and they just um, whatever needs and requirements you have as a professional hunter as a hunter as an outfitter or just somebody that enjoys going out into the bush from camping in the Karoo um, to the Kalahari to um, Kruger National Park, wherever you guys are going to be going, Karoo Hunting Gear will be able to accommodate your needs as you guys go along. So I'm really, really looking forward to this one. Um, I'm hoping to get a couple of products in and ready to get going. And I'm excited about it. So a big shout out to Karoo Hunting Gear. Well, guys, yeah, so to kick this episode off, um, of course, like mentioned in my Instagram a couple of weeks ago, or a couple of days ago, sorry, um, we will be doing a giveaway. And now part of the big focus of our giveaway is that the podcast gets the attention and needs, and not only that, so does the YouTube channel. So <clears throat> we are heading into whatever time it may be now on this particular podcast episode, and I will be mentioning the first giveaway prize that we will be giving away on this episode. So if you are watching this on YouTube, now is the perfect time to take a photo and take down the names. If you're listening to this on any one of our platforms, listen carefully. So Stable Sticks is our first giveaway. So what will ha need to happen now is once I release the post on the mystery gift uh, for this episode, all you guys have got to do is head along to my Instagram or Facebook page, uh, click on that post and comment what the answer was that I've just mentioned. Um, so Stable Sticks will be the first giveaway that we have for this season of the podcast. So I'm really looking forward to keep giving away. We've got a bunch of great prizes from scopes to handcrafted knives, um, a couple of broadhead giveaways, some gear bags, some raffle bags, some camo vouchers, the, the list goes on and on and on and I can't wait to keep the traction going and uh, giving you guys, giving back to what you guys have given me so much and so much joy in doing what I love doing. So yeah, um, keep that, keep that one close to, close to, to your, to your mind and just, just don't forget that 
stable sticks. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, so basically this episode was really just to kick it off. Our very first episode for 2024 was Mackenzie Sims. What a great chat. I managed to sit down with him. Um, but this episode was more about just to tell you guys a little bit about the plan for 2024 going forward. What, what, I, what my opinion was on the show season. Um, you know, if you guys have been following me, you would have seen that I interviewed a very good friend of mine. I, I call him a family member. He's come out to, he's done several different safaris with me or Pat Dugan. Um, and we touched base and we, we touched on a little bit on what the show, you know, SCR had to offer. But I, I would really like to delve in on this episode on my personal opinion um, on, because I was able to really, anticipate the shows from a different perspective this time right i wasn't sitting in a booth selling hunts i actually got to to map the floor and, and walk the floor and get into different discussions you know with different outfitters from across the world which was which was absolutely fantastic so yeah so um this episode like i said it's basically just to touch base on where we are where we're going for 2024 and what my basic opinion was on the show season so I'll kick it off on the show season. We arrived um, in the US on the 16th of January um, to a very, very cold press kit in Arizona. Um, and the mission was simple, right? The mission was simple. We were, gonna, we were gonna arrive in the States and make as much contact and connections as we possibly can with brands, with people that would want to come out and hunt. Um, and then, of course, experiencing uh, different hunting cultures and, and the way things are done differently across the pond. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it was, it was a fantastic time, really, really was. And my personal opinion from, from different avenues and different perspectives on the hunting uh, industry as a whole in the U.S., I really think that they've they've got some pretty cool things going you know for instance in arizona we got involved with the arizona elk society which was it gives back to the preservation and the, and the concern the conservation story behind the elk in arizona which is wonderful you know so so giving back was always has always been a top of my agenda and to be able to give back to a species that the northern, you know, North America is known for and, and is world renowned for is pretty awesome, you know. So I, for, to have that opportunity to be involved and donate a hunting package was, was incredible. And they host their banquets now in April. I would, I would presume, and I'm really trying. So, so my marketing strategy for next year will be more to attend those sort of, those sort of top marketplaces like the banquets and stuff, because I just feel as well that the end goal is conservation, right? So, so my idea, my goal is trying to try and be as much involved into the conservation side of the, the, the hunting industry as much as possible and getting involved with these banquets because there's a lot of guys that are there for the right reasons. Um, so a lot of like-minded people in a hall is always great, you know. So, yeah, so that, that, that will where my marketing strategy will change a little bit um, next year. So maybe wouldn't be doing uh, SEI in Nashville, but instead going to a lot of these little banquets and connecting with different people there and being able to have different conversations. And... Yeah, <clears throat> I think, you know, 
I think as a as a young, well, not a young, but a, a fairly new outfitter, this would probably be our, our best chance of really getting into the market for the right reasons, right? So, so yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, and then of course, yeah, we headed along to the big one, to the ACR show, and. I do want to take this opportunity to say congratulations to each and every single African outfitter out there that was representing um, conservation. You know, I've I've come in my time, in my 14 years as being a professional hunter, you, you tend to meet a lot of shady characters along the way and a lot of people in the industry that are, are there for the wrong reasons, you know. And a lot of the time we pick up, the, uh, you know, we pick these individuals or these institutions out a little bit too late um, in our careers, but we've associated with them, right? So, so for me, um, to be able to go to the shows and see uh, leaders in the industry like John X and, um, you know, Izulu, um, just to mention a couple, you know, it was really Stormberg Ilangeni. That was, that was a very, I mean, their setup was fantastic. These guys have, um, led themselves into the conservation story. You know, they've written themselves in the conservation storybooks and, and it's wonderful to see, you know, um, they, they hold their, their heads up high when they're at these, at these conventions and duly deserved, you know. So, yeah, um, the exciting thing for me is that overshadows a lot of the riffraff that is out there. A lot of the guys that are taking the chances that have done unethical things in the past and um, are kind of now chasing tail a little bit. Um, what would I like to see come from that? Um, well, justice needs to be served, right? So if if people are being unethical and have done dirt on the industry, we need to understand that there's really only one loser and that's the species that we are fighting to pr protect. And it breaks my heart to say that, but it, it's, it's the truth, you know? So <clears throat> with that being said, it's... It's kind of like a, um, a catch-22. Are they a necessity evil or is it something that we could do without in our industry? My honest opinion right now, I do feel that the industry is a little bit flooded. Um, but like I said, the cream always rises to the top, right? So the guys that are doing uh, the hard graft and, and they don't actually necessarily need these shows to be successful. They don't need these shows to, um, how can I say? They don't need these shows to to make the money that they've always wanted or, or get their point across, right? They, they're just doing these shows because they love talking about and they're passionate about what they do. And ultimately, what thrives from that is the conservation patterns that they've instilled um, into their into their camps into their conservancies and it's wonderful to see right because a lot of it is thriving the numbers are doing well <clears throat> the species are coming through the ranks and um, there's a lot of great benefits that are coming from this so i want to say 
I want to say that the guys that have done dirt, um, let's let's hope the wheel turns and, and let's hope that um, justice will be served and, and the animals will have their, their, their chance once again. But to the guys that have done so, so many good things and um, like I said, walking around there, you, you can see from, from a mile away the guys that have held their own and the guys that are doing this for the right reasons because it's like a magnet right everyone's just drawn to these people and um <clears throat> they hold in such high regard so it's it's absolutely magnificent um and it was just so cool you know i, I was honestly walking around there as a south african and, and somebody that's been in the industry and not necessarily always been involved with these individuals or these these institutions just to see how well they've actually done is really awe-inspiring. And it actually, it gives me goosebumps to say this, but but, but it's, it's kind of inspirational. So keep it up. I mean, it's been fantastic. And, and you can't really compare outfitters with outfitters, right, For coming from different countries. But South Africa and Africa as a whole hold their own in a very special way in the SCR uh, Convention Center, which is, which is fantastic, you know. So... There is a space for us, um, and the space is only getting better. Um, it's been seen with more respect and more dignity. Of course, like I said, there's always these chance takers, but they're kind of weaning themselves out um, with, <laughs> with, with no motivation from anyone else other than themselves. They're kind of singling themselves out, and people can see that. Um, but other than that, I mean, the how we hold our own against you know, places like New Zealand, Scotland, England, uh, Spain, Croatia, all France, all these different places, we hold our own pretty well. And it's it's fantastic to see. And I, I really, I walked around there as a proud South African because um, we, we can hold our head up high and say that we've put conservation at the forefront of, of many, many, many success stories. So, yeah. Um, and that's my perspective, guys. That's my perspective on on the shows and, and where we are as a country and where we are as um, an industry going forward. You know, um, I'm, I'm by no means saying that well, what I say is the right way. It's just from what I experienced. And it was, it was great. It really, really was. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, you know, what these outfitters produce for the, for the coming year. Um, but in the same sense where where our conservation patterns are going and, and where our conservation story is going. So I'm, I'm fairly confident leaving those shows that I'll be able to say that, you know, one day all the hard work that everyone put together, um, the likes of Warren Rippon from Buffalo Coast Safaris, that is it's, it's just an impeccable and, and, and the fact that he didn't get the SCI award for conservation kind of blows my mind. But what he has done for conservation in the southern tip of Africa is, is beyond remarkable. Um, and uh, I would love to have him on the, on the podcast, and I'm, I'm sure I will at some stage. But, yeah, man, what, what, what an experience. What an absolute experience it was. So... Very, very fortunate. I count my lucky stars every day to to have gone over there and seen it from that that perspective. It's 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 so much fun and yeah, 
I look forward to next year and getting involved in a in a slightly different way than what 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 uh, the traditional outfitters do. So, and see how that that you know that kind of plays out. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> moving into the into the second part of the of the episode is more about what you know what the plans hold for PH Journals for 2024. Of course, the podcast is my main focus. Uh, I'm hoping to get a couple of episodes rolling, and um, and that we can do it more than once a week, you know, and it become can become a, a regular activity that we get involved in. So, yeah, so the podcast um, is exciting. I'm really, really excited where it is at the moment, where it's going, and the trajectory it's taking. So, yeah, and and there's some pretty cool, like I said, I, I mentioned Warren, but. But other than that, there's so many cool conservation stories within our industry that I would love to to pick up my mic, head down to these guys and, and have a chat to them and, and see what it's all about, you know, and, and get their perspective on what we can do better as hunters and what we can do better as outfitters, professional hunters, whatever it may be, you know. So that's an exciting part for me. And then as far as professional hunting and, and the outfitting story I've got going, um, our season pretty much starts now at the end of March. I did mention that um, I'll be chasing a red ledge <laughs> around. Um, it, it makes it tough, you know, and the, the tough thing about this particular hunt is that I'm chasing one bull. You know, there's there's four or five different beautiful, majestic lecherie bulls, but it's this one bull that I'm after because he's got such a unique shape. Um, he's giant. He's old. Um, he's never going to breed again. And, you know, I'll, I've kind of got like a, um, I've got his number, you know, so I've got to make it work. So, yeah, that's, so I'm doing a lot more individual hunts this year, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, chasing a couple of different species. We'll be heading out back into the Snewberg Mountains, uh, chasing Clip Springer, which I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely amped about. So I'll be packing my tent for a couple of days, which is always exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a big camper but it it, it is um it's definitely a fun side of the of, of the industry and 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 definitely something it's an experience that um I will forever hold close to my heart so yeah we we're doing that um and then like I said you know if the if the Cape Buffalo pans out to the, this this year um it will be a blessing, but if not, my preparation still hasn't gone um, to waste. So we keep preparing, and you know, I I always said to somebody that that I that asked me about it, and I, I said, you know, if if I can be a hundred percent prepared for this hunt every single month, when it comes to me unexpectedly, at least I know I've done the hard work, I've done the graft, and I'll, I'll be ready. All I'll need to do is pack my bow, pack my arrows, and head out and do this hunt. So I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it is exciting, of course, um, you know, but it's it's kind of daunting at, at the same time because you know it's it's a lot of money to fork out um, on an experience, but. It's an experience I will cherish for the rest of my life. And it's something that I believe is the right way of going about a buffalo hunt and, um, and of course, conserving the, the, the beautiful species. So, yeah, so that's where I'm at. Um, I'll, I'm hoping to get a couple of freelance hunts in uh, through PH journals. Um, 
you know, I, I like reconnecting with old clients. Um, I like making new friends. So, so I'm hoping to touch base on that. We have some exciting prospects uh, with a couple of NFL players. Um, unfortunately, you know, communications going through back and forth, back and forth. Um, we're hoping to kind of seal the hunt pretty soon. Um, it's probably not going to happen this year, but definitely um, next year or the year after. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be one hell of an experience because, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's hunting with different characters and different people, which is ultimately excites me. And, it's, and especially people that have never really been to South Africa before. Um, it will always be fun to get them onto their first animal and, and watch how, you know, the way we handle ourselves in different situations in another country is always exciting. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, and then, yeah, just really just touching base on and, and making sure that we focus a lot more on our um, on our conservation pro projects. So I'm looking to, to get involved. Like I said, we've got the Oak Society now coming up in April. So if you guys are in the Arizona area in Phoenix, uh, head along to that because that, that's going to be a fun one. And, um, yeah. So uh, once again, I've, I've, like, I, like I mentioned, we 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 chase the lettuce this week, this this month. Next next month, we start heading in and doing all the preparations for fallow deer. Um, we've got a couple of new um, prospects coming through on the PH Journals program. If you guys would like to find out more about that, hit me up on any one of my socials or DM me on my WhatsApp. Uh, that's exciting. So yeah, we'll be doing a lot of preparation for, for the fellow deer rats because once April hits, you never really know when the full moon comes comes along, you want to be 100% prepared for, for the stags. And um, so I'm looking forward for that. And then yeah, guys, just really just um, closing off, you know, I can't, I can't thank each and every single one of you enough for, for the participation in this journey, you know, from the social media to the YouTube channel, uh, to the podcast and booking hands. It's, it's, it's been an absolutely incredible journey. And somebody asked me, you know, I, I managed to sit down with, with a couple of guys and I was very fortunate to do a podcast with Mackenzie while I was over there. Um, I did a podcast, um, and, and we got a chatting about some pretty cool topics and, and some exciting topics to say the least. But I kind of it, it put into perspective on, on how fun this journey really has been. And somebody asked me at the shows on, on what, what is my end goal for PH Journals? And, you know, I kind of look back at him and I, I was... I was a little bit taken back and taken off guard because I've never really had the question thrown at me. But the fact that it was kind of made me had to, kind of forced me to think into it, you know, and I've never really expected anything from it. And that's that I think has been one of the biggest successes that that has led into PH journals is that there hasn't been too much expectation. But in the same sense, we've also um We've done. We've gone out there, and we, we've done what we've needed to do. And it's like I said, it's just been so much fun. I mean, from meeting suited world to you, you know the stories that people have have shared with me and have transgressed um, on the podcast. It's been an absolute blessing, you know. And 
to get over 2 million downloads now and we're sitting almost in the top 20 of the hunting podcast in the world on Feedspot, which is is a dream come true for me. And, you know, like I said, I couldn't have done this without you guys. So <clears throat> I think that's probably the perfect opportunity for me to close out on this episode. A nice, short, quick brief on where we are, where we're going, what we have planned, um, and and what we experienced back over in the States. So, um, yeah, guys, stay tuned. Like I said, we've got some pretty cool giveaways. There's going to be a giveaway every episode until... I want to say it's going to take a month for us to give away everything that we've got, but I, I, I pretty much doubt that. I think it's going to take a little bit longer. But um, So stay tuned. Check all the socials. Make sure that you're on top of it, and um, you guys can walk away some, with some really cool stuff. And it's my biggest giveaway I've ever given, so I'm really looking forward to this one. And once again, I, I can't thank you guys enough. To all my sponsors, Scully's, Splitting Image, Taxidermy, Max's Tires, uh, FFS Outdoors, um, Karoo Hunting Gear, Grizzly Stick, Magnum Archery, uh, Treason. Guys, thank you so much. It's been... Oh, and... <laughs> sorry, Love Tires. Um, it's been an absolute blessing, and I, I can't thank you guys enough. So for myself, if you are... Happy hunting. Until then, stay safe, stay blessed, stay humble. We'll catch up with you guys soon. Cheers.